0: Saying, but my in Mississippi. Uh, maybe out of the destin area one guy oh. maybe face faced out of the destin area so okay. there's a lot of interest there and so we had a good conversation uh, they asked you know kind of how we were tracking what we expected on the site and i said we expected jobs jobs and jobs that's what we that's what we expect on the site that's right I said, that's, that's, right. that's what's gonna be given the higher weight
1: the higher priority. This is uh County Administrator Wes Moreno yesterday talking with Commissioner Jeff bragosh on his coffee with the commissioner, talking about O L F eight, the project on nine mile, where we've now got we've got two official offers, right? We've been working with them and we got um, I don't know, a kind of a vague additional number of offers or letters of interest or things like this. He was talking about one that he had just recently come across and, you know, trying to tell them what we expect on the site. And he said, jobs, jobs, jobs. We'll talk about that with him now. Uh, Wes Moreno joins us. Wes, uh, as always, thanks for joining us this morning on the Pensacola Morning News. Welcome, Good to have you back. Hey Andrew, it's always good to be here, man. Hey, great to share with you. So, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the role of the critic skeptic here for just a second. Um, the critic skeptics, uh, the opponents, whatever. They heard the conversation about olf eight in the county commission meeting, where you had Stephen Barry say, you know, the spirit of the master plan. You know, as opposed to the actual master plan, uh, that's something that Commissioner Bragash also picked up on and, and and seemed to like, and they seemed to emphasize the possibility of shifting the focus more towards what they've always uh, anticipated, which was jobs. And the other side, including Teresa Blackwell, said, "No, wait, what? We have an agreement." And then now you're saying to this group, maybe from you know a little farther down the panhandle from us. Uh, you're telling them, hey, the key is jobs, 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 as opposed to saying, well, we have this master plan, make sure that you can do that. Reassure folks who are concerned about this that the master plan really is still the guiding document.
0: It is. The master plan is a guiding document. Uh, It is there. It's in place. The only way you deviate from the master plan is by an action of the board, and I don't believe there's any appetite. To, and, that, and as you said, the spirit of the master plan. I will tell you that there are things that will need to be modified. Not not the multi-purpose development, but there you know there was. It doesn't appear to me that there was an engineer involved in in, in the planning part. So you know we were going to have to triumph all over. We were going to build a road, even to build the road, the entrance road. We were going to have to modify the master plan a little bit. The ordinance to build what we needed to build for the entrance road so there will have to be some tweaks along the way to the master plan i don't think we need to go tweak 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 i think we need to wrap it all up in one time and and present it and have the public hearings i think people will see and realize that hey okay the board really is going to stick to a multi-purpose developed site uh, you know with a light industrial to the north and some commercial along nine mile and some Uh, residential for multifamily and some amenities and green spaces i mean we're we're absolutely going to be sticking to to the multi-purpose development
1: well that's that's great that's what i think that's what people want to hear and i know where they're coming from is they're like well show me the final details and (laughs) you know then i'll believe you but you know that's that's encouraging to hear obviously Um, One of the other things you announced yesterday, or actually it might have been Eric Gilmore, uh, Director of Public Safety, announced yesterday, was that the new fire truck that we have taken possession of it and put it through some of the paces um, uh, for the Paradise Beach uh, fire station that's going to be off of Highway 98 near the Sportsplex. Uh, For people who might not have been following this, can you give them just a little bit of a where we're at and how soon we could actually see something?
0: Yeah, so... uh We did a phone call with the Navy. Uh, Commissioner Kohler uh, was in Jacksonville, and and he had a meeting over there, and we dialed in, and uh, there's a a piece of property there at the entrance to the sportsplex, and it's referred to as the Triangle. And so the Navy is willing to donate us that piece of property. Uh, It does have some wetland areas on it, but it doesn't seem to have many. And so we're doing our due diligence on that property to see what type of building uh, that we can put there to, for a firehouse. And that, that's, we're supposed to have that information back, I believe, by tomorrow. Uh, but we're always looking at a building, looking at a modular-type building. That's a fraction of the cost of a regular brick-and-mortar building, but yet would still meet the needs, meet all the wind loads and all the codes that they don't have to meet. And we can have that building fairly quickly. I'd say fairly quickly, I would say within at least 12 months. They bring it and they put it on the site. That's, that's how that's how it's done. And so it's all coming together. We have got the fire truck, the proper trucks here. We're out getting it outfitted. Eric's put it through the paces. He's really impressed with it. Likes it. Says it's going to be fine. And so we'll get the triangle. If we once we get possession of the triangle, then it's a matter of doing the the site engineering. And uh, yeah, I would say with you know within a year, twelve months. A year and a half maybe we'll have a fire presence back on paradise
1: beach outstanding again of course navy permitting which we are you know optimistic about that but navy permitting so just a question and i don't know the answer to this um if it is such a cost savings and you can make these modular buildings do whatever you want them to do uh why didn't we go that option for the nine mile fire station that just got put up or is just I, honestly i don't, I haven't been out there so it could be up i'm not quite sure where we're at on that but that's a build from scratch not a yeah, modular, it's, right it's, it's, it's
0: that is built from scratch. A modular um, came about, uh, my facilities uh, director, Rob Hogan, he started doing some research, and he came across uh, this particular company, and, and they happened to be going to erect one of these uh, modular buildings for a firehouse in Pace. And so we're absolutely going to go over there and take a look at that and, and see how it works. And I started looking into them. For other uses, such as uh, small community centers and such, yeah, uh, you know, it, it seems to provide us a great option to because we can outfit them to do it to be anything: uh, a community center, or, or just a meeting space, or a firehouse, or a firehouse slash community center. Uh, you can do all kinds of things uh, with these buildings, so it seems, and so. It's something that we want to look into and pursue, because if we can do this and and save a lot of money, it will actually expedite quite a few projects for
1: us. Yeah, and, I mean, I assume shorter time frame, too, so both good. And uh, so what I hear you saying is we just weren't really aware that was an option. We became aware, and so now that's kind of what we're pursuing for the future. But great. Um, Oh, I had a a friend ask me a question, and, again, I haven't had eyes on it, so I'm not sure of the status, but uh, he says that um, basically since Sally – the pensacola beer uh, pier the, the main fishing pier has had all kinds of problems with it that you know boards are not what they should be some are rotting and then at the end like um where you you know grabling off of the end there that you can't like it's 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 the, the barriers down and it's just not functionally usable can you tell me why it's if that's all true why it's that way and when we should expect to see repairs back to normal
0: yeah, so we are at 60% design on that pier. Um, you know, you go through a FEMA process and all their FEMA approvals, and you get to the point of, of going into the design, and they have to review the, the, the design each step of the way. It's just a, it's just their process. Um, but we are at 60% plans, and hoping, driving hard to put that out for bid probably around July or yeah, around July, so that we can be ready to issue an NTP, hopefully around the end of September or October, and let it drive on through what is supposedly just the slow season on the beach. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but but well, they are they are working hard hard to get that
1: up. Uh, okay. So we, brain, this is this is not going to be fixed right away, but this is why the process has been taking so long. Okay. Well, that's helpful. I was helpful to understand. Uh, Summer youth employment program. You guys are in the midst of that, but it closes Friday. The application portal, right?
0: Yep, sure does close this Friday. That's such a great program. Uh, one of Commissioner May's initiatives, and, you know, I think we had some, uh, 150, I think, close to last year, and we're looking for that again this year, maybe not more. Uh, it's such a good exposure for the youth to come into county government, see what we do, all the different aspects and facets of county government. Uh, you know, you can... We do a lot of things. We do a lot of different things, a lot of interesting things, and uh, we do them well. Uh, it's, so it's good for them to, to get in with our staff and, and get a little bit of experience, and some of them hang with us and, you know, come on permanent, and some of them move on to other things. But, uh, but it's a good program. It does give them a, a good look into their local government.
1: No, I think it's a great program. The city does the same thing, and, you know, it's always a good opportunity for the kids. Um, you guys did some uh, animal search and rescue disaster response training last week. Is that right?
0: Yeah, so we got a, we, we received a grant from ASCPA and John Robinson, our uh, animal services director, is, uh, I think, one of the best around. He is just really on on the cutting edge of these things. And it's something, a vision of his to, to put a team together, a emergency response rescue team together to help out in different disasters and, and scenarios, whether it be here locally or or maybe somewhere else but it's been a need of ours you know it's uh, people don't realize just the how many animals large and small that uh that we contend with there through animal services especially during like a hurricane or a tornado or a flooding event or what, when it, whatever it may be so we got the grant and through this grant we've been able to put a team together and then give them specialized
1: training no, that's fantastic. And as you said, it's the kind of thing that, you know, it's important work. Man, it may not happen all that often, but it's, you got to be prepared when it does happen. Uh, last thing, people are always complaining about litter. You talked about this a little bit yesterday with Commissioner Bragash, but uh, you took a moment to give people a sense of the scope <laughs> of the problem and the work that is done yeah. by Public Works. Tell us.
0: Public Works has picked up 82,640-something bags of litter. That's eighty-two thousand six hundred forty-seven bags of litter. We'd pick up litter over over how much time? You know, that's probably a year's time. Oh my god, a twelve-month period, and uh, and that does not include the heavy bulk the bulk waste that we pick up with the grapple trucks. That's just bags of litter. You know, we got a call yesterday in in District Three, and somebody cleaned a house out and dumped it all out on the right of way. And uh, I guess it had been there. You know, we don't have osmosis, so we don't know when that happens (laughs) unless somebody calls and tells us, you know. And so some of the citizens, you know, they get upset and they want to call the news and all these, just call us, man. We'll come get it. And we did. We went over there with our grapple trucks and our inmate crews and we got it all cleaned up. But it's a problem. I I don't understand. I don't understand the people who litter. I don't even know if I could make myself fill a cup out the window. I know. Same. Exact uh, same
1: for me. Wow. Well, that's a that's amazing. That's, a, that's an amazing picture of the volume of it. Um. But wow. All right. Well, West Moreno, as always, very good information. Thank you for the stuff that you're doing for the county and for sharing some time with us this morning, man. I appreciate. It. I know it's a uh, there's a lot that goes on, and uh, you've been doing a really good job as county administrator. So I appreciate it. We'll talk to you again next week, sir. Uh, thank you, Andrew.
0: We'll see you.